Welcome back, listeners. It has been a while, and you are in the distillery. Welcome back. So this, glad to be here. Oh finally, man. Yeah. Like it's just been a weird run of things, but we're here. We're here. We are ready to talk and ready to have a drink and just enjoy um, the things that we do here in the podcast nation. That's right. It it feels weird that it's taken this long to get back together, but it's okay. It's it, okay. It is, it is what it is, it's but, not, we're, but we are together. It's not laziness. It's just circumstance. It's life, right? Yeah. So look, man, um, thank you for, we made this happen mm-hmm. and we're going to do this and let's have a drink. So what are we drinking today? Because it looks good. So what we have here, because it's, it's, we both have the day off work, so we're starting yes. a little earlier. So I thought, well, let's make it at least seem appropriate so we're not just straight day drinking right so <laughs> i see we have we have a, a cold brew bourbon cocktail ah. so i got a little bit of just cold brew coffee a uh, really strong did you really make it really well here's the thing i did make some uh and i planned to use it and when i went to pour this about 10 minutes before you showed up mine wasn't quite ready it was still pretty weak oh. so i ran to dutch bros and bought just a oh a black cold brew all so, right shout out to dutch bros so yeah for sure we got cold brew um and we got bullet bourbon yum with a little bitty dash of maple syrup and a little dash of heavy wh- heavy whipping cream mm. and we're calling this a we're calling it a bullet brew bullet brew oh yeah cheers man and jury says yum it's lovely it is it's actually what? really good now i don't feel like i'm day drinking it's actually really good and i'm definitely day and drinking. i kind of want another one because i'm gonna drink this pretty fast <laughs> but look man it we're it just feels good to sit down have a drink with you but what are we going to talk about so a lot of things have happened since we've last recorded just and, a few and one of the big things you know every year we've done an oscars episode of the distillery we have so this is going to be our first retroactive uh I guess a review of the Oscars. Perfect. I like right? it. So we're going to look back on the Oscars that were, and I think they were memorable. I don't think anything happened, but, <laughs> but there was a lot of awards given out. But that's what we're going to talk about today. So we're going to talk about the films. We're going to talk about the awards in general. We're going to talk about the show that took place and the cultural perfect. impact all this has had on us. Perfect. It's been a lot. Yeah, more than normal, possibly. Yeah, more than normal. And I know the Oscars are kind of your jam, right? I like, love them. So. Well, let me rephrase that. You love movies. I love movies. I love celebrating good films. I always hope that the Oscars are going to be a celebration of that. Sometimes yes. Sometimes Sometimes no. Yeah. Well, look, since this is your baby, I want you to take the reins. Okay. And let's go with this bad boy. All right. What I want to do is just go through some of the categories that we had, some of the biggies, and talk about some of the films. Um, I think there are some that don't really deserve mentioning not because they're no good but honestly we haven't seen them like documentary features i know that we've both seen one of them so that's going to be our favorite which is summer of soul well that i don't know what the others are that's my point but i promise you i that would be my favorite anyway well summer of soul is my favorite that's the only one i've seen of the group um but also it was the one that won the academy award for for best documentary feature of the year it was so good shout out to quest love and uh, by the way yeah it was so good so good here's a fun little fact um, i'm doing a film studies class for school starting in the summer and we're going to talk about documentaries and as soon as summer of soul won it became nearly impossible to find a dvd version of that movie for sale anywhere how weird but how cool yeah you know cool it's if you haven't seen it people go go it's first of all why 
And second of all, do it because right. it's awesome. It's about a very important uh, music festival that took place during the same time as Woodstock. That no one ever knew about. That no one ever knew about that was much more uh, calmly and respectfully attended by people who really loved the music. And uh, I, th I think the artists were making a huge difference in the world. And it's just beautifully made. Beautifully made. Yeah. So check it out. Cool. But like things like um, sound and visual effects, so we can go over that quickly, but... I, I want to I want to talk about the majors. Let's do. That, okay. I mean, the ones that let's be honest, most listeners care about. All right. So let's let's do actors first. So here's our actors in the leading role categories, or our nominees. We've got Javier Bardem for being the Ricardos, which I did not see. Um, I did. So I'll I'll comment on them after I read the list. Okay, my bad. Sorry. No, it's fine. Benedict Cumberbatch for Power of the Dog. Yes. Andrew Garfield for Tick Tick Boom. Yes. Will Smith for King Richard. Yes. And Denzel Washington for The Tragedy of Macbeth. Okay. So I have seen each of these actors in each of these roles Perfect. for each of these movies. I didn't see the first and last, by the way. So here's my opinion on Javier Bardem. Well, he's always good. He's always good, but the movie was not. Okay. It, it was not a good representation of really anything except for two celebrities who spiraled and destroyed their marriage. You didn't really hear much about the movie, actually, either. Yeah. I, it was like a overacted movie. Was it? it? Yeah. Okay. And then um, Denzel's The Tragedy of Macbeth, he was really good in it. Again, always good. He's always good and definitely honored the, the Shakespearean language. It was beautiful. But, uh, I mean, it's another Macbeth. Like, been there, done that. Yeah. Right. So I'm always hoping for something new, something different. And the other actors in that, not in that group, I think offered something new. So let's go with the first one. Benedict Cumberbatch's Power of the Dog. Oh my gosh. What did you think about his performance? We'll talk about the movie later. Yeah, correct. Um, I thought Benedict Cumberbatch was amazing in that movie. Uh, he's such an interesting actor to me. He kind of, he can play lots of different types of roles. Um, yeah. I actually thought he was an odd choice for this role when I just kind of saw the, you know, the trailer like I don't know, can he play that? And I thought he was a—he was so good at it because he, the complexity of his character was carried out so so well. Uh, yeah, by him. Like like, I don't even know if it was an antihero. It was like just a. He, it showed s someone who was deeply wounded mm -hmm. and deeply torn, and how they take take that out on someone else and it was like he right. did it so good he's so good yeah because for the first i would say half of the movie you can't tell why he's he, being so cold right what is this guy's problem what's his problem right and then as you start to get glimpses of maybe his trauma that <laughs> so everything becomes a trauma-informed practice now as you're looking back on the first half of the movie and you sort of get into the understanding of oh that's why he is the way he right is. And he but, did it so well. Right. So I prefer, I prefer somebody who can subtly tell that story instead of saying, I was hurt. Yeah. And, and you now, don't, yeah. yeah. Or it doesn't tell you up front, like makes you figure it out just by the, by the story. Right. Yeah. So good, dude. So, so good. Easily could have won that. And I would have been fine with it. I would have had no problem with that. Now, what about Andrew Garfield for tick, tick, boom? Another, I would say interesting and painful character to watch absolutely you know, tragedy yeah absolutely but he's, he was a joyful entity you know right? his character was very joyful 
it was a revelation for me of on Garfield. Like I, I know that guy, he plays some amazing roles. Mm-hmm. I did not know how rounded of a talent this guy is. Like, wow. I've never I, seen him like, in a musical before. Like, exactly. He yeah. can do that and do it well. Like I, I thought, again, I really, really liked it. I didn't think the movie got enough buzz personally. Yeah, I, as far as the movie goes, I think you liked it more than I did, but his performance, I totally respected. It seemed like a combination of his role in Silence and and Adventures of Spider-Man. Like, you had goofy, it, you had serious, it, you had it was an all interesting those. combination of that like damaged, wounded, sweet, sensitive guy, but also a goofy, joyful personality. He but deserved he, the nomination for sure. And I, I, I don't sure. think he should have won. Yeah, as good as that was, but he his his performance. 100% deserved a nomination. Agreed. And then that leaves us with Will Smith and King Richard. Dude. And we both saw that movie, right? Twice I've seen it now. Yeah. Challenging, because it's hard for you as a dad to figure out how you feel about this father figure in the movie and the way he's pressuring his daughters. But storyline aside, you're watching this actor perform. And um, my opinion of Will Smith is that that's... That was his best role to date. And he's had some really good and roles. And he's had some really good roles. I think he's underrated as an actor. I think this is the first time he's given his due. 100%. And I'm, on not, both of those. I'm not at all sad that he won best actor in a leading role. I, I dude, I, it was one of those movies that I thought, this looks like it might be pretty good. Mm-hmm. And then I just never got around to it on like when it was like brand new. And then going, when I did see it, the first time I saw it was actually on an airplane coming back from Denver okay, and was like, this was amazing. And then I had to come watch it again. I wanted to show mm-hmm. my, my family his, it was so good. And I was, I mean, all the other Will Smith stuff aside, I was like, finally, finally he, he gets credit. Right. And he gets, he gets, cause it was, he's, he's had some great roles before, but yeah, like you said, I think the, the genius of that role was the ambiguity of character. Like, is he, an asshole <laughs> or is he an amazing protective father that, or is it both or is it both and can that be you know right, it's yeah. so so good i think i i always have you know we all we always have opinions on should they have won that i think that was a great call uh-huh. i have no problem with him winning that at all i thought it was a, just a master class i don't either and we'll talk about him later but as far as his performance he absolutely deserved it yeah 100% they did not give it to the wrong guy nope so so far so good Oscars uh, actress in a leading role now uh, again we'll just talk about them and then we'll go back and reference each one so Jessica Chastain for the eyes of Tammy Faye uh, Olivia Coleman for the lost daughter daughter Penelope Cruz for parallel mothers Nicole Kidman for being the Ricardos and Kristen Stewart for Spencer now full disclosure of all the movies i've only seen being the ricardos i've seen clips of each of the actresses in the other roles and my gut told me what was going to happen before the oscars what's funny it's funny because it's a it's interesting to me that i i saw none of those movies not one and none of the big movies like the ones that were the are represented by Mm -hmm. best i think that's an i don't i wonder if that None of them, like movie of the year. I wonder if that's ever happened before. That's it's wild. I don't know. I I, I don't. It was weird. It was, I can't I can't speak to this one at all. So it's all you, man. Well, all I have to say is that when I saw clips of each of the actresses and I saw what they were doing for Jessica Chastain to make her look like Tammy Faye, 
and that she was acting like Tammy Faye and that Tammy Faye is a sympathetic character in that story that they told. I just knew that she was going to win. That's fair. And did, I, I honestly, did she win? Um, yes, she did. I can't remember. Okay. <clears throat> yes, she did. Yeah. It's just strange. Like all the, the big hitters of the year, none of the female actors in those were nominated for best role. So leading role. Yeah. Interesting. I mean, all the actresses are top shelf actresses. Oh, for sure. Like they're there often and, and should be. Yeah. No. But Jessica Chastain, I think she's a great actress. I do too. I love I her. I think it's her first Oscar and she's been deserving before. So why not? Give it to Jess. Yeah. Go Jess. Go, go Jess. I, w- I would have been upset if it was Nicole Kidman because even though she. Because you hate Aussies. No, no. Oh, okay. Not at all. I think all she's right. a great actress, but like she did this thing in being the Ricardos where she she had a rasp in her voice so she sounded like lucille ball and it was impressive like that particular skill was impressive at wherever she got that from but in addition to that her character was just annoying to me and so i i was like ah please please don't give it to her (laughs) give it to the one with the makeup instead of the one with the rasp perfect all right so actor in a supporting role okay now here's i have opinions on this one let's go then um so i have a hard time pronouncing his name but sieran hines for Belfast, Belfast, Troy Kotzer for Coda, Jesse Plemons for The Power of the Dog, J.K. Simmons for Being the Ricardos, and Cody Smith McPhee for The Power of the Dog. Now, did you saw a couple of those movies? Yes, I did. Yes, so I did. Let's start with. I, I didn't. You didn't get see to Belfast, watch it, right? Uh, dude, the one that I really want to see is Belfast, and I just have not been able to. I love the history of the Troubles. I love Kenneth Branagh. There's everything about that. I just have not been able to see it. So, I, yeah, I have not seen it. It, it was fantastic. Uh, he played a grandfather, or yeah, he played the grandfather role in in the movie, and he was kind of the he was kind of the moral compass for the family, trying to decide what to do in the midst of this hardship in Belfast. And he did a really great job. And when you see the actor, you're like, oh, I know that guy. He usually plays more of a hard a hard guy. Uh, but he was so sympathetic and endearing. And he had a really cool relationship with his grandson. It was really sweet. So he did a great job. But it wasn't the guy I was rooting for. Um, and as far as in the other, the other uh, movies, the one I wanted to win won. But I do want to talk about the ones that didn't. Let's, so let's, J- Jesse Plemons for The Power of the Dog. I, I love Jesse Plemons, by the way. Me too. Love him. He's absolutely incredible. Uh, he's super understated in The Power of the Dog. Oh, yeah. But you totally understand his character. Like it, it wasn't a weird choice to just act. The character was exactly who it needed to be for the story, especially as it juxtaposed against his brother character, right. Benedict Cumberbatch. So I, I thought he was a powerhouse. 100%. Yeah. Also in that movie, though, Cody Smith McPhee, which was uh, the stepson. Amazing. I Amazing. was blown away by this kid. 100%. Amazing. Yeah. Like, I don't know if I've ever seen him before. I don't think I have. Um, and I, there's only one other acting piece that reminds me of his. And that, do you remember when Ed Norton first came on the scene and he was in Primal Fear? Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember that character? Yeah. So the whole time you're like, that's a really good comparison, yeah. actually. And then you find out how sinister. That makes so much sense. Spoiler <laughs> right. alert. Yeah. You find out how sinister and intelligent this character is at the end of the movie, and you realize you've been duped right. as a movie watcher. I feel like Cody Smith McPhee was absolutely that. I agree, dude. And, and I mean, I think his character was written to be brilliant. 
but the the way he portrayed it was like I don't know if anyone else could have pulled it off like he did. So no, I don't think so. And he needed to be physically more frail, meek, right, yeah. for his intelligence to be front and center. So good, it was so good. And then J.K. Simmons, I feel like he's always great. I feel like he's always great, but he always he's like, of course, we have to nominate. Him. Right, it's kind of gotten to that. Yeah, and I think that sucks because I, I think it takes for, away from how good he really is. Right, but he, I mean, it was more of like, of course, we need to nominate him. That's the only reason he was there, in my opinion. But the winner was Troy Kotzer for Coda, dude, who played the father of dude. Of, <laughs> So you saw Coda after I begged you to see it. Dude. What a great film. We'll talk about well, that later. We, we sure will. But Absolutely. as an acting performance, first of all, he's a deaf actor. So shout out to the makers of Coda for hiring deaf actors to play deaf people, um, showing full on that their skill set is just as high as a, a speaking actor or a hearing actor. There's no reason they shouldn't be hired. But the nuance that that dad had as a fisherman with a heart of gold, a lover of his wife, um, playful, hard when he needed to be. I, I was just blown away by He was that phenomenal. Yeah. He was absolutely phenomenal. So for me, it was a, it was a big win. I was really excited about that. I'm, I'm really glad he got the Oscar. I do. Yeah. Kudos to the voters. And then actress in a supporting role, uh, Jesse Buckley for The Lost Daughter, Ariana DeBose for West Side Story. Judy Dench for Belfast, Kirsten Dunst for The Power of the Dog. I love her. And Anjanou Ellis for King Richard. So, awesome. Amazing. Um, first one, I don't even know what the heck I didn't that see is. The Lost Daughter, yeah. so I can't comment on it. I've heard good things. Uh, Ariana DeBose, we saw West Side Story. Yep. And we'll talk about it in the movie. Yeah. How To me, it was the surprise of the year. So For sure. I think she was absolutely phenomenal. So good. She was so good. So good. And uh, she won. A powerhouse, actually. A total powerhouse. Power. Yeah. I, I loved her performance. She was funny, strong. She, she great was a singer, yeah, great yeah. dancer. She was everything. And there's so much going on in that movie. And she did it all. Uh, Judy Dench in Belfast was absolutely fantastic, too. But she I was believe it. Judy Dench in Belfast. For me, it feels like she. you could use the same description you said for J.K. Simmons it, with Judy it Dench, is, right? It is so. the same. Like, oh, it's Judy Dench. She give her a nomination. Right. And you could probably, it's a safe nomination. You could like not see it and nominate her and feel pretty good that it was a safe nomination. Correct. Kirsten Dunst and Power of the Dog. Dude. Finally getting another nomination. I still think that it could have gone either way. I wouldn't have been sad if she won because she was that good. I, I thought she, I thought she was the star of the movie personally. Well, she made the movie. Amidst a movie of stars. Right. Like, the whole thing revolved around her. Yeah. Really. She was the emotional core, and everything that happened was because of her. Everything that happened. Yeah. So she was fantastic. She carried the movie. I just think she's, she's an underrated actress. She totally general. is. I, I think the fact that she's been doing it since she was a little kid, people take her for granted. Yeah, that's fair. But she's really, really talented, and I wouldn't have been sad if she won, nor would I have been sad if Anjanou Ellis won for King Richard. Because she was absolutely phenomenal and um, such a well-acted part opposite Will Smith, who was such a well-acted powerhouse. I, I loved her. Like, yeah. as far as like her role as the a moral compass, if you will, in mm -hmm. that in that story, mm -hmm. she, nobody could have played it better than her, I thought. I thought she was phenomenal. Yeah, because it had to be somebody that you could believe could 
pull the reins on a father figure when need to be. Yeah. Yep. And only she could, and she did an amazing job. Um, so I think they had great choices. I'm, I'm excited for who won Ariana DeBose. I wouldn't have been sad if Kirsten or Anjanou won though. No, they were all good. All right. All good. Man, we should just, we should do the Oscars for them. I've done that before Next and I've time. gotten like, almost like, all of them right. Like we should just like be the only two that do it. We could host it too. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get into some writing. I actually do prefer the writing uh, category. So original screenplay. We've got Belfast. Don't look up. King Richard. Licorice Pizza. And the worst person in the world. Yeah. I don't know that last one. Um, I haven't seen that one. Have you you've seen all the others, right? Except oh, you for, haven't seen Belfast. Belfast. All right. So of the list, who do you prefer if you had to pick a writing? Because you don't even know who won, do you? Nope. Okay. Nope. I, I, I'd like to have seen the writer of Don't Look Up. Uh-huh. Only because I was actually surprised that they, they gave, that, gave them a nod. Um, That's a good shout out, though, because that movie was written very intelligently it was it, i don't think it gets props for because people like to say oh it was too on the nose and it was it was too politically baited and, and no no you need to go back and watch it it was actually pretty brilliant right it was pretty brilliant it, it used sarcasm and dark humor yes um and had some like incredible displays of faith and and morality like i thought it was a well-written movie but dude it's hard to beat licorice pizza as well I, I agree with you. Like, so for me, I, when I look at the list, um, I saw Licorice Pizza right before the Oscars. Up until so that, did I, actually. Up until that point, I was certain I wanted Belfast to win original screenplay because it is a fantastic screenplay. Yeah, I can't wait to see it. And it's based on a true story. So it's, it's emotional to me to watch this person share their life story in such a beautiful way. Like, well done, well done. But when I saw Licorice Pizza, I was... I was taken back in time in a way that I wasn't even with Belfast. Nostalgia at its best. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like it was, it was so brilliant. It's so subtle and comedic and dark and weird. Weird. And, yeah. Like, I, I still don't even know the point of it, but I loved it. Like I loved it so much. Yeah. And I don't feel like it was an ad-libbed story. Everything was exactly what it was written. Uh, the story went in the pace it needed to go. The actors did what they were told to do. It made you do. feel. And it made you feel. I just, I really love that screenplay. However, the winner was Belfast, and I, I am not sad about it. I think Kenneth Branagh is absolutely brilliant, and he made an amazing, beautiful film, and it's a great story, and so I was excited about it. Good for him. So best original screenplay. Now, adapted screenplay, we have Coda, Drive My Car, Dune, the Lost Daughter, and The Power of the Dog. Of those, what... Because you don't know who won, right? I know, because I don't... These are ones that, to me, I'm like, eh. Gotcha. Yeah, so, so who do you think would win that? Um, <laughs> Not Dune, because I hated it. I absolutely hated it. Okay. Um, Gosh, I don't know. I don't... To be, let me be just frank. I don't even know what the difference between screenplay and adapted screenplay is. So. Adapted is it was based on a story that already existed. So a book usually yes. or a play. Okay. That's, I, I have no idea. I, I can't even speak to it. I would say there's some the ones that I saw in there were, were fantastic. I don't know if I could pick. How do you which are the ones that? that you've seen? So you saw, you saw Coda, Dune, and Power of the Dog. Correct. Which of those three do you think was best written? Power of the Dog. Okay. Power of the dog for sure. The Oscar went to Coda. 
did it for adapted okay. screenplay. All yeah. right. Um, I can't wait to talk about that movie when we I, talk about it. I agree with you. Movie. So this one was tricky for me because I, I understand what an adapted screenplay is and I, all the work that goes into it. And I feel like those the movies that you mentioned, Power of the Dog and Coda, they were both amazing. I love them. I love them. But what, what an adapted screenplay is, honestly, Dune... As an adapted screenplay. Well, it's coming from a very, very well-known book. That book is so insanely dense. Yeah. And everyone tries to adapt it, and it's nearly impossible. Only Denis Villeneuve uh, could have pulled it off in the way that he did. Um, it was a piece of crap. The movie was a piece of crap. I understand where you're coming from. I'm oh just talking about gosh. the adapted screenplay. I know. I'm just, like, I'm just letting that be known right now. I'm not sad that Coda won. But I think it was one of the things. But if you're saying by the by the letter of what this is supposed to be, okay, I I respect that. But Coda's our winner there. And then let's get into the biggies. So uh, director, P.T. Anderson for Licorice Pizza, Kenneth Branagh for Belfast, Jane Campion for Power of the Dog. Yep, yep, yep. Ryosuke Hamaguchi for Drive My Car. Yeah, I can't speak to that. And Steven Spielberg for West Side Story. Pretty yeah. good list. That's a pretty big list. Um, do you know who won? Nope. So who do you think should? Uh, Jane Campion, actually. I thought she brought a story, super complex, um, super rich, super dense. She brought it to life and like like completely reeled me in in the way she shot it, the way some of the some of the quiet moments of the movie. I would say Jane Campion. Um. I would agree with you, actually. The only person I would say I would argue for, not in place of her, but kind of parallel to Spielberg, is Spielberg. 100%. Because of West Side Story was so well directed. So good. We take such advantage of the fact that Spielberg is that good. They that, were like, yeah, we expect it. Yeah, of course, it's, of course right. it looks good. To, to take that thing apart shot by shot and realize how long he had to plan each of these shots and the choreography and where the camera's going and the lighting and everything else and to get the actors to perform the way they did, it's mind-blowing. Yeah, I, I 100% could support that. But as far as um, creating a story and showing a story that sucks me in and messes with me in a deep emotional level, I agree with you. It was Jane Campion. I, I, I think she deserved it. I think it's, I think that movie only could have been a directed in that way by a female because Sam Elliott she, be damned. <laughs> he's since recanted, by the way. <laughs> he's since apologized. But the sensibility that she brought to that role of director to to guide that film made it special to me. And I absolutely loved Did it. Did she win? And she won. Okay. She's your winner. And, I got one right. Let's go. Last of the biggies is best picture. You already know who won this because Dude, I'm pretty sure we've talked about it. But I want to talk about all, I, so all I've seen all but two. Okay. Here we go. Belfast. I can't wait to see it. Coda. Yep. Don't Look Up. Oh, yep. Drive My Car. Nope. Dune. King Richard. Yep. Licorice Pizza. Nightmare Alley. The Power of the Dog. And West Side Story. So Belfast, you can't wait to see. Cannot wait. I saw it. It was probably my third favorite movie of the year, and I and that's really high praise because we had some very good, really movies. good. I loved it. I recommend it to everybody. I have such an attachment to the real place of Belfast. My wife and I right. took a special trip there, and the history. Like I can't wait to see it. So you're gonna love it. It's so beautifully shot as well. It's all black and white. Yep. And I think when that's done well, it, it it's special to me. 
The acting is unbelievable. The little kid in there is incredible. And um, it deserved to be nominated. The story is fantastic. It it was just everything about it was good. Coda, it's your winner, bro. You first. Okay. First of all, I think the last two years we've done this, I was like disappointed. I was like, there are some good movies, but none of them blew me away. Right. Like I was like, eh, okay. There, most of these movies blew me away. Right. This year, I was like, okay, they 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 nailed it this year. Coda, bro. <laughs> Dude, I cannot believe it won because I did not think the Academy would. I, I honestly did not think they would give the award to a feel good, mm-hmm. uplifting, positive movie, if I'm being honest. I just Made by a streaming service. I just didn't. Exactly. Right. Like, I just, you know, I did not think they would do that. I thought it, it had bucked, you know, the Hollywood system and, and they want something mm-hmm. a little more artsy and a little more um, abstract. I just. I, I can't explain to people how moving that movie is. Like, I, good Lord, you had told me. I had no idea. (laughs) I had no idea. There was a moment in that movie where I literally audibly was like, (laughs) I mean, like, like a release that I hadn't had in a long time of sobbing and Mm -hmm. happiness and sadness. It was so good. So, so beautiful. And just like, I cannot believe they gave it the win. And I'm so happy they did. All right. I agree with everything you just said. And the only thing I would add to it is I was so excited to find out that your moment was different than mine. Yes, I I love that there are enough moments in this movie that that resonate that you can have a sobbing, cathartic experience in a different place in the movie than I did. Because you're like, was it this? I was like, no, that was an awesome scene, but mine was this. Right. That's so cool. Like what a piece of art that that it can be so fun and uplifting and be powerful. I feel like it hasn't happened in a like, long time. Good on you, Apple. Like, Agree. who and the and the girl. Oh, who is she? And where has she been all of our lives? Like, she was amazing. Yes, I absolutely think, amazing. Right. As far as snubs go, I feel like that Big was the biggest time. snub Big of the time. Academy that they didn't nominate her because she was unbelievable. Out of everything that we can say on this this episode, if you haven't seen that, listeners, see it, it is worth your time. Yeah. Don't look up. I liked it a lot. I loved it. Absolutely love. I'm surprised they gave it a nomination for movie yeah. of the year. Uh, it was kind of campy, kind of, but not really. It had something to say though. It did have a lot to say. I actually loved it. I loved it. I loved the. I mean, so I mean, it's a powerhouse of actors. Yeah, big I time. mean, but I missed all the actors. One of the smaller roles to me was the one that was amazing. It was Chalamet. Me too. Dude, like stole the movie to me. He absolutely had did. a couple of uh, <laughs> a couple of scenes. There's a funny scenes when he's talking about the potatoes and all that. But dude, his prayer scene, uh huh, bro, uh huh, profound. It was unbelievable that that was part of that movie. The whole time you're thinking, ah, what a left leaning progressive movie. I get it, which isn't a knock necessarily, but you figure it's that type. It's got it's got a slant, you know. But you when, think right, but when the Christian character shows up and he has the prayer scene and he gives a prayer and and they don't make him like a clown. And you go, wow! I wish prayers in church sounded similar to this, which is a hundred percent sincere and talking to God. It was like it was so beautiful. Uh, Chalamet, he knocked it out of the park. It's amazing, but it's a hard one to recommend to people because you're like, you might be offended. Like your sensibilities might 
be right. read the wrong way. But but, but if you would just open your mind and watch. Exactly. Exactly. I don't think you would be. Yeah. I think it's worth the time. Great movie. Yeah. Another streaming service movie. Correct. Yeah, so, it was a Netflix scene. Yeah. Uh, Drive My Car. I still haven't seen it. Me either. First me either. maybe seven minutes, and it's a three-hour long film. Yeah. Which for me, that's my bread and butter. I love long movies that are in foreign languages. But you have to read for three I hours. I know. I'm a sucker for that. <laughs> but I did hear, I read some reviews that this is a, it's a movie that is about nothing in particular. Yeah. So it's really just an emotional experience. Okay. And I have to be in the right At some point, state right? of mind for that. Maybe. Now this one, you already said your piece. I'll let you say it again. Dune. You I have nothing it. to say. I hated it. Okay. I did not hate it. Um, I really respected it because Boring. I've seen all the iterations of Dune. I'm fascinated by the world of Dune. Um, I love the cast. I love the director. I love the production design. I really liked the movie a lot, but it was it was it was visually well. I like that stunning. It was part one of definitely a series of sure. movies, and you could tell that. And yeah. I think that might help me, but I I don't find the story compelling. It was best picture nominee in the way that. Titanic was the best picture nominee in that there was yeah. a lot of work that went into it. Was it the best movie of the year? Who knows? At this point, it was just a, a lot of work went into it. Um, so it was really surprising to me that Coda won because it looks like a small film. Right. And, but it was the best. Okay. What about King Richard? You well, liked it? I absolutely loved it. I thought it was just, it was awesome. It, yeah. I have nothing else to add to what we've said. It's just so good. I love it. The too. girls were good. We didn't yeah. even mention them. It was just incredible. a, just the uh, the guy from Walking Dead that plays the coach. Oh yeah, he was so good. Yeah, like he was so fantastic. good. Yeah, they all played a different character than they normally play. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, it was it was a great movie. I loved it. Licorice Pizza. To me, other than Coda, that was my favorite movie of the year. I I can't say that. Super loved it. Actually, surprised that it got a nomination. Personally, um, I thought the young man in that was a snub because I thought he was a yeah, revelation was of an actor. Um, but I loved it. I thought it was fantastic and fun. It just, I f it felt to me like it just didn't have a purpose, but I still loved it. Yeah. I don't know how to, to make that make sense. No, I do understand. Like the purpose to me is probably why I loved it. Was the purpose just to make you be nostalgic for, I think it was to make you be nostalgic, not just for the time, but this is how movies used to get made. Yeah, okay. There used to be a freedom in the industry that we could make a movie just to make you feel something. Like in the 70s, it was very, uh, the art form was very respected in that artists could go out and make these films. And Paul Thomas Anderson dared to do it. It was I so thought, good. Oh. And some, some really good acting yeah. by lots of people. I'm interested to hear you talk about this because I haven't yet. Uh, Nightmare Alley. Dude, honestly, out of all those movies, I, I, I'm surprised it made it on there. Enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. Liked it. It just, for me, and I, and I love Bradley Cooper. Um, what's what's her name kate blanchett i love her um i thought visually it was everything i wanted it to be yeah. it was like really cool um it just was predictable in my opinion yeah it was like the twist i saw the twist of my twist was predictable it was like and it just it's it's just hard because i feel like it, what i'm saying sounds like i didn't like it and i did like it but it felt like they were going by an oscars formula Kind of, yeah. Like, you know, like these are the, the boxes we need to check to get nominated. Kind of. And I felt like they did it and they did it well. Uh huh. But it just, I mean, it just didn't, it didn't blow me away, but it was, it's a good movie. Yeah. I, I respected it for the same reason I liked Licorice Pizza in that they're showing you, 
this is what a noir film is. Yeah, and but they it was was it on the nose? It was it was a noir film through the lens of Guillermo del, del Toro. Oh, there you go. Who loves monsters and creeps and you know whatever he likes the weirdness. Yeah. But it was definitely a noir film, and you're like, that's cool. I, young filmmakers and storytellers are gonna miss out on that piece of the craft if guys like that aren't reminding doing us. it every yeah but do i think it was the best picture no yeah fair um power of the dog i absolutely loved it let's talk about it dude. of all the movies on here i think deserving a best picture not saying favorite or not favorite power of the dog would be a very close second honestly i i have a hard time differentiating coda and power of the dog in my top spots okay in my top spot it blew me away me too i saw it first between yep. the two of us and i couldn't wait to talk to you about it but i didn't want it to. took me a while to get around right to it. uh a film that is willing to talk about gosh so many things talk, so many things toxic masculinity through the lens of the wild west and the cowboy era um sexual repression um trauma uh abuse abuse alcoholism drug addiction meditated evil like i mean you there just was name so it. much going on in this story that if honestly if you muted the movie uh it would just be a slow scenes of people kind of walking in and out but yeah it really would. but with the soundtrack and the dialogue that was sparse it told a totally different story than you're seeing visually and when it washes over you afterward and you're thinking about what just happened that's the piece i want to talk about oh, and it, right so when i was done i stopped the movie and I, my jaw was on the floor and i went no way i can't believe i missed that or that's what happened that's what an evil genius like i had all Dude. these feelings and then I, I wanted to talk to somebody about it <laughs> yeah. but i had no one to talk to it here okay it was one of those movies, and this is this is a huge compliment that you can't stop thinking about when it's over. Right? Absolutely, yeah. But I don't know that I've ever had this level of that happen to me before. It, I didn't right away put the pieces together. Right. I I, I was just I was processing everything else, mm -hmm. and I'm trying to state this without being a spoiler. Literally the next day wake up i'm not even i told you this when we talked about yeah. it i woke up and went oh my god <laughs> oh my that was intentional that who's oh, oh my gosh oh my gosh i like i couldn't wait i was like i it took me like literally overnight and like thinking about it to like yeah holy crap yep. that was brilliant so good just so freaking good absolutely did not see it coming no did not no, not at all. But absolute best picture nominee it had to be there. It had to be there. Yep. I don't care what was going on in the cultural zeitgeist at the time with Sam Elliott and everybody else. That movie deserved to be there. 100%. It is smart. Yeah. Yep. And the last one, which I was writing off for Me the too. My time, surprise of the year. Was West Side Story. My surprise of the year. Absolutely blew me away. And I I am one of the rare people who actually does love the original. Hate the original. I, I love it because I grew up watching it and other musicals. I am a big fan of musicals. I, me I, too. I know that there was cultural appropriation. That That's not even, that doesn't even bother me. But it, it was poorly acted. It also didn't represent true gang warfare to me. I grew up in Southern California and even I thought it was campy. There was just something about West Side Story that I've always liked, but seeing this version of it, it was like, oh, they finally told me the version I need to see. 
and they showed me the version I, sh- I should see. It was incredible. My daughter, my oldest daughter and my wife love musicals. Absolutely love them. And, and so I do too. Right. Um, to me, that is the one movie in the canon of famous movies that is the most overrated thing. The original. I do understand. The, that. Yeah. And, and to me, that's just me. Like right. the the dancing, you know, the, my family loves dance, like loves every dance show, every mm-hmm. dance movie. Um, and that that is like held us the gold standard of choreography. And even that, when I watched it, was like, meh. Uh, the old version. Know, the, the old version, right? right? Like, like, I get it, but like it, it wasn't breathtaking and it's just i just remember i tried it two or three times like okay let me watch it again nope still don't like it it's not singing in the rain did not <laughs> did not know it's i mean there was just yes yeah, it was just didn't have those moments right? right this one my daughter kept saying dad let's watch it let's watch it just finally got around to it over spring break and jaw on the floor like beautiful uh-huh. loved it they told and like I assumed when I saw it, just because it, it was shot in a modern camera and that they, they probably had made it in today's timeline. Nope. Oh, nope. No, they, yeah. I didn't, re- they stuck to the ev- everything. Like, dude, Spielberg freaking knocked it out of the park. It Absolutely. was so good. Absolutely. Could not believe it. I even thought toward the end, uh, when it, the Oscars were about to be telecast, I thought it might win just because people were starting to realize, oh, he that movie exists. He made that movie. Did you see that movie? There was kind of that noise going around. So and it could have won. It could have won. Yeah, absolutely. I think the only one on there that was like, why is this here? It might have been. For you, it would have been Dune, and I think for me, it might have been Nightmare Alley. Yeah, I don't uh, think Nightmare I'm not Alley belonged. Sad because yeah. I love him, but it's like I don't really think it yeah. belonged. Agreed. But let's talk real quick about the cultural impact of the Oscars. So look, I don't know what you're talking about. Right. Like, what are you talking about? Like, the smack. The smack heard around the world. Yeah. Chris, Rock, Chris Rock telling a joke um, about the baldness of Will Smith's wife, Jada Pinkett Smith, uh, may or may not have been due to her having alopecia. It could have just been an observation that she has short hair or bald. Regardless, he made a G.I. Jane 2 joke about her. Uh, we saw it play out. I, I didn't vid- see it live. In videos. I didn't yeah. see it live. Yeah. I was started getting. I actually started getting texts. Uh-huh. My sister was the first one. Did you just see that? Like <laughs> what? I don't. Even, what did I see? What? Like yeah. Yeah. I I didn't like. It was the next day, and people were talking about the Will Smith, and I'm like, what? I know he won, but what was the big deal? And then I saw it, and I went, oh, <laughs> right. Oh, that's that's odd. Was that's, that staged? It did. That's what. I, that was everyone's first. Everyone thing. first thought that, and then you watch it again. You watch the people in the audience. You listen to the crowd. You go, no, that was, that was not real. staged. That was real. Like, right. So Will Smith got up on stage, um, not initially. It was so weird. At first he laughed at the joke. And then there's a but even then it was pregnant s- pause. Slow walking. Something happened. Like, he gets up. They start slowly walking toward Chris Rock. Chris he, Rock is He even like, thought it was kind of a joke. He's like, oh, oh hey. hey. <laughs> and then Will just smacks him Dude, hard. knocks the hell out of him. In the face. Like, knocks. Rock can take a hit. He sure can. Then he goes and sits back down. You think that was crazy. And you think it's over. Like, is it real? What was that? How are we going to handle this? And it's not over. Uh, Chris Rock, I think he mentioned, oh, I just got, what did he say? Will Smith, Will Smith just, just slapped the shit out just, of me. Yeah, something, something like that. that. Like, yeah. And then uh, Will Smith starts yelling at him from the, from the ground where he was sitting. Keep my wife's name out your effing mouth. He says it twice. And the second time he's yelling so hard that he's shaking. 
like uh like you are when you're enraged or something or anxious it's just not good it was wild it, it was bizarre and so cut to now he's banned from the academy awards for i think 10 years 10 years not from being nominated from attending from attending the if award i understood shows. correctly i think that's correct um he does not lose his award nope and he shouldn't hopefully he will not be subject to cancel culture will he be blackballed we don't know time will tell um at, look whether we like it or not, he's apologized. Whether we feel like his apology is good or not, it's not our opinion. It's not our uh, for us to say. It was the slap heard around the world. We know that. It, it really did change everything because then, then all of a sudden, the Academy was under scrutiny for not kicking him out immediately. Rightfully so and unrightfully so, in my opinion. I mean, I know. I'm just saying. Like, like how do you handle something like that live that you weren't prepared for? It's so... I mean, you, that's an eggshell event. Like, what do we do? Like, I, I, if we do this... This right. happens if we do if we don't do this. I mean, yeah. I right. mean, oh, what a hard situation to be in. Yeah, but then the conspiracy comes into it. You're like, well, they knew he was about to win an Academy Award right. soon, exactly. Which is why they can't kick him out of the audience. It, it, the whole thing was a giant mess. It was and a, a cluster, cluster, man. Absolutely, yeah, it was. But what sucks? What really sucks is that right after that incident, Questlove got to walk walk up on the stage, dude, and accept the Academy Award for Best Documentary Feature Film. He had been quietly meditating, totally unaware of what was going on. The whole world was buzzing and, and trying to figure out what just happened. And he's in the moment accepting an Academy Award. That was pretty profound. Pretty profound and much deserved. And, and then, yeah. And, and it got tainted because of the thing that yeah. happened right before it. And, and, and right after that, because then that's when Will Smith comes up to win the Best Actor. And the whole thing was just like a sandwich of crap that got squished around this incredible documentary, and it really sucked. Everything about it sucked. I, I, this is controversial opinion. I thought Chris Rock handled it so well. Yeah, not that he handled it really well. I'm not talking about the joke. I'm not talking about the way he handled it. And and, and it, since it then too, even since then, right? Yeah, but I'm in the moment, yeah. how that could have gone, and I was really impressed. Yeah. So that leads me to the cultural relevance of these award shows in general. And that's where we're, we're, we should end is yeah. how important are these things? Do we really care about the awards and the people in these categories or can the art live by itself? Do these award shows matter? What do you think? Yes and no. And I don't say that lazily, like just uh, ultimately, do they really matter? No, because there are so many movies that means so much to me that we're never a part of these these shows, right? I think we both have an example. Like, it's probably the same like, one. Like so many. Yeah. Like, you know, like, what are you thinking? Spider-Man. Yeah, exactly. Like, uh, I'll take it over almost any movie that came out, right? Like, how awesome it was. Like, Yeah, but how well directed, how, how well acted, smart. how well written. Exactly. Everything about it was incredible. So, and then a lot of times the things that do win, like, do not even resonate with me, right? Oftentimes, and like, that's true. Um, aren't the things that are even popular, right? And and so, at at the end of the day, do they matter? No. Is there relevance? I mean, it is cool for someone to get recognition for doing a good job. I like that. Yeah. Um, and it does. It actually serves as a guidepost for things for me to watch. You know, like yeah, that's true. And, and so, but yeah, I. I'm, I I almost wonder, is, are we getting to the point where the award show itself supersedes the art? 
mm. of, of the film? And if so, then is it doing anyone a favor? I think that's a really good point. And from what I heard, the Grammys did an amazing job. I heard the same thing. Of, of bringing the artists back and making them what's important. And I didn't watch it this year. I heard that they actually celebrated the art. I did too. Yeah. And so kudos to the Grammys. Hopefully the Oscars takes a page from that. Um, it's a learning experience. What they're going to learn, uh, yeah, for sure, remains to be seen. Though this, I mean, there's an entitlement there that was mm -hmm. became very, very obvious. Mm -hmm. How do you deal with it? I don't know. Just keep making good movies is what I hope they do. Yeah, me too. Well, it's always fun to find out where we land. Uh, I have no idea what 2023 is going to no. bring us when it comes to the Oscars. Here, We've got a whole world that's about to erupt in world war. Maybe or maybe not. Who we, knows? Who, who knows, knows what's going to happen with. Um, our countries, anything, yeah, anything. anything. We may have movies, we may not. <laughs> right? We've got streaming services that are beating down the doors of all the major studios. Uh, That's an interesting time. It's totally. very interesting. We've got movie theaters that are closing, they're closing doors because people can watch movies at home and are watching movies at home. And it's changing the way art's being made and delivered. A lot can happen in one short year. So I look forward to having this conversation with you. Well, again. I do too. I think here's how we wrap this sucker up and distill it is that regardless of the crap show of all the the weirdness in the world the is is the award show done well all that is that i think what i take from this is that the storytelling that takes place in film is still one of the most profound mm -hmm. artistic endeavors that matter in our culture i agree with you I agree with you, and I hope they keep it up. Perfect. Well, until next time, folks. Peace. Bye.